I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Fresh off of her trip to Indianapolis. She's Mary Kay Cabot. Hi, Mary Kay. How are you? What's happening, Mary Kay? I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? Good. Okay, doing so well. Mary Kay, yesterday on Twitter, I was glad you, I think you put the dagger in it to end the, all the rumors about Nick Chubb, that the Browns have no plans on trading him. I don't even know how those rumors start circulating. Maybe it's just people with nothing to do on their time. But um, just your your thoughts on that and just saying, look, they're not doing it. He's on this team. Yeah, you know what? I kind of ignored um, the rumors and the chatter and the talk for a while because it seemed to me to be just that. You know, yeah. every time uh, something came up, everyone would kind of talk about them doing that, and it took on a life of its own. But I thought yesterday was a good day to address it with, uh, you know, with the report that Derrick Henry was on the trading block. It kind of, you know, just sort of revved up the Nick talk again. So I figured it was a good uh, time to do that. So. Uh, yeah, that's the deal. They have no plans of trading Nick Chubb whatsoever. Now, having said this, in this business, I say this all the time, you can never say never. You can never say never. They're not looking to do it. They don't plan to do it. And it would be shocking if they did do it. But you always have to leave that door open, the tiniest little crack in the event that someone comes along and makes you some kind of an offer that you absolutely can't refuse. Now, they don't anticipate that happening i mean they no one thinks that uh you're going to get a first round pick for a running back that is uh you know heading into his sixth season and you know making a a significant amount of money with a 14 million dollar cap hit for this year um but again you always have to qualify it just that little bit with the fact that you can never say never mary Kay, you were down at the combine what stood out to you most at the combine Well, most of the work that I did at the Combine uh, really involved, you know, talking to Kevin Stefanski, talking to Andrew Barry, uh, talking to Catherine Rach, which she was fantastic, by the way. I mean, she is really something special. And I think that the Browns are very lucky to have her. That's a great hire by them. And I wrote this in one of my uh, or said this in in something of mine along the way that, you know, if, if Andrew ever decided that he wanted to take on a different role in the organization, such as president or something like that down the road. I think she would be uh, just a tremendous, tremendous candidate to be uh, the Browns GM. She's, uh, you know, she can do everything. And I was very, very impressed with her. Uh, So a lot of my work there had to do with more Browns business. Uh, I did talk to, you know, some of the the college prospects, uh, but most of that uh, sort of takes place after you get through this free agency period, you go back, you watch more of those interviews, you get a better feel for some of those guys. But without them having a first-round pick this year, 
Uh, for me, it was a little bit more about Brown's current roster and free agency. So uh, what's your general vibe about could they be aggressive in free agency or they, could they be aggressive during the draft and maybe try to move up? What, what, what's your gut feeling on, on I don't know, just the, the whole tone of the organization here in the offseason and how important March is for them? Well, we know Andrew Barry by now, right? Yeah. This yeah. is not 2020 when we weren't 100% certain how aggressive he would be. He has established himself as a very aggressive personnel executive in terms of acquiring players and going out and finding what he needs to fill those holes and spending whatever, whatever money he needs to make and making trades. So I think you can expect the very same. They have some, you know, they have some things that they need to get done on this roster. And I think he will be very aggressive in his attempts to do those things. What do you think the most important thing that needs to be done on this roster for Andrew Barry is Mary Kay? Well, it, it's hard in my mind to rank some of these things that need to be done because people uh, generally disagree with me on the fact that I, you know, I think a very important thing is to get that speedy receiver in here one way or another. I think that's vitally important because I believe that Deshaun Watson is, you know, he's your big investment and you need to give him everything that he needs to be successful. So I have that really, really high on the list, but you know, most other people and rightfully so have, um, you know, have defensive tackle and defensive end, you know, maybe higher than that. I, I don't know that I can rank them. You know, one day I feel like it needs to be the defensive tackle. Then I think it needs to be the defensive end. Then I think it needs to be the receiver. I think the key is that they need really high quality players in those positions. And they also need a really good safety to replace John Johnson, the third. So, you know, they have some, you know, some, Big things they need to get done, and I think that they will uh, set about doing those things over the next couple weeks. So as far as looking at timelines and getting Deshaun Watson's contract restructured, is that the top priority right now, or is that just kind of a, a given because the, the contract restructuring is basically, hey, we want to give you more cash now. Is that the way – am I reading that right? Is that the way it works? Yeah, I posted something uh, last night along with this Nick Chubb thing uh, stating that that I believe that they will that it's likely that they will restructure Deshaun probably by the end of the week because the pre-negotiating period begins on Monday at noon. So they've got to be ready to go. They've got to have their ducks in a row. Uh, so I would I would think that the uh, the commas and the language in the contract will be changed by the end of this week so that they can do what they want to do. And if they can get enough done with that one contract, then maybe they don't have to touch Miles's contract or Amari's contract or Joel's or Wyatt's. I mean, you've got a big enough contract there that if you uh, play your cards right with it, then, you know, maybe that's the only thing that you have to do coupled with the fact that John Johnson will be released and that will save you $9.75 million on your cap as well. Uh, he'll be a June 1st designation and that will enable you to save that money. So, yes, that should happen, I would think, by the end of the week, and then they will be able to do whatever they want to do. Mary Kay Cab at Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer joining us on the North Umstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Mary Kay, do you see this team staying? And I know we've got months of scuttlebutt and all sorts of fun stuff that's going to come out of this, but do you see them staying at 42 and making that draft pick there with the whoever the best available defensive tackle, defensive end, safety, linebacker, wide receiver would be? Or do you think they try to move that pick for a proven veteran? You know, it, it's just too early to say right now, I think, in terms of um, 
of what they're going to do with that. First, The first thing that needs to happen is by 4 o'clock today, they have to figure out which players are going to come off the market in terms of getting the franchise tag. Um, so that's, you know, step number one. Then they once they get down to the 11th hour, they have to figure out which players re-sign with their teams at the last minute. That happens a lot. You know, you, you have your eye on somebody, and lo and behold, they come off the market. So they have to figure out what's going to be available, what they have a realistic chance of getting, and then they decide – uh, how much money they need to acquire those players. And then whatever happens in free agency informs what you do in the draft, largely. So, you know, none of those things are written in stone. Everything is fluid and flexible right now. I mean, if you get a receiver in free agency or in a trade, then you don't necessarily have to target one with that number 42 pick. Or same thing with the defensive tackle. So what happens over these next two weeks will, of course, inform what happens with the draft. Um, Lamar Jackson's contract's got to be done by today if they want to franchise tag him. Um, your thoughts on that? And I wonder, you know, there was so much chatter about what the Browns did with the Sean Watson deal that it totally impacted everything that's going on in Baltimore. And I, I don't know. To me, that's kind of a win. I'm sorry. As a Browns fan, I think it's a win that – they're having a little bit of misery in Baltimore trying to figure out their quarterback situation. Um, how much does does Deshaun con, does Deshaun's contract play out on every other quarterback across the NFL, especially in Baltimore? Well, in some cases, you know, it hasn't been a deal breaker for for other players. Uh, you know, it's it's up to the ante in terms of the yearly average for some guys, but it hasn't necessarily. Uh, caused anybody to draw the line in the sand and say that the whole thing has to be guaranteed yet. He's the only one that has that so far. But Lamar does want that, and it has been a factor for them. And you're right. It, um, you know, the Browns really kind of, you know, helped mess things up for Baltimore a little bit. So it is a little bit of a win in that regard. Uh, but they will franchise him by the, uh, you know, by 4 o'clock today, and then they will go from there and decide if he's going to get traded or, what, or if they're going to be able to come up with the extension or what they're going to do. So they are unsettled over there. And at this point, I'm sure that that, you know, that helps the Browns unless, you know, unless they end up with, uh, you know, somebody else that's, you know, equally as good or better. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. But the Deshaun contract has had a profound impact. Aaron Rodgers had permission to speak with the Jets according to multiple reports. I, have you gone into a darkness retreat or have decided to do ayahuasca in Peru or anything like that to figure out where Aaron Rodgers will end up, Mary Kay? You know, I, I just I get very uncomfortable just even thinking about trying to do a darkness retreat. <laughs> I, could, I could never do that. I don't know how he could possibly do that. I mean, more power to him for being able to do that. I, I, I just I would probably last, you know, maybe eight hours in a darkness retreat. So not happening for me anytime soon, but um, apparently he came out with visions of Robert Sala uh, dancing in his head. So, um, so he will talk to the Jets and, uh, you know, of course, Aaron Rodgers in the AFC on, you know, if if they can become a a good football team and they've got some good, good talent on that team, uh, you know, that, that changes the landscape in the conference. So uh, everyone's got their eyes on that one. Aaron Rodgers plus New York media is comedy gold. Just want that out there now. 
Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. And he would have plenty of fun with that, right? I mean, he likes to play. He likes to play the game. So, you know, yeah, I think that would be amazing. That's a sitcom. Uh, Last point, and you wrote about it, Jesse Bates III from uh, the Bengals safety, and you touched on safety for a little bit here in this conversation. What do you think is going to happen there? And, I mean, you know, he said, you said he would love to play with Deshaun Watson if he could hit the market. What do you think happens there? I think uh, I don't expect him to be franchised by today. Hmm. Then the Bengals will have to see if they can, uh, you know, extend him before he actually does hit the market. But I would think that by Monday, uh, teams will start pursuing uh, Jesse Bates. And within, you know, a couple of days, we will know who gets him. And I think the Browns will toss their head into the ring, as I wrote. And he... um, you know, he's, you know, he's on their radar, and he would like to play here. That doesn't mean he doesn't want to play anywhere else, but he would like to play with Deshaun Watson, as do a lot of other free agents. So, I lied. This is truly my last question. If, if there was a Richter scale for what the Browns could do in free agency coming up here, uh, give me a number on what, how much you think it's going to shake around here. One to ten. I don't know if that's how the Richter scale works, but one to ten. You think that we're going to have a little bit of a shakeup and maybe some good yeah. surprises through free agency? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that um, – and, and when I say that, it doesn't mean, you know, six, seven, eight players. But, I mean, if you land two really good players over this next uh, couple of weeks, two guys that can come in and, and change uh, the team and help you guys, help those guys get over the hump and into the playoffs, then, you know, that's a shakeup. And I expect that to happen. Mary Kay, as always, you know, we love talking to you. We read you every day in the Plain Dealer on Cleveland.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome back home. Appreciate it, Mary Kay. Sure. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you later, Mary Kay Cabot. On the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So she said maybe a little bit of shakeup. A little bit? Uh, I'm excited.